We're talking For the Bible Tells Me So because Pete Hammond told us to on episode 112 of Have You Seen? Hello one and all, and appropriately, praise be, for we have finally returned with another show. Um, after promising it to you last week, yeah. illness and busyness kind of yeah. kept us away mm-hmm. from the submersible and from the microphones. But we both managed to watch a listener Yahtzee roulette pitch. <laughs> I'm losing track of what that's called. <laughs> uh, number five of six. Um, oh, uh, I'm Kieran Lefort, and the silent man at the other end of the table is Tom Webb. Hello. Oh, wow. He's enthusiastic about this one. <laughs> uh, we were pitched a documentary called For the Bible Tells Me So, and I am going to read, if I can find the email, P. Hammond Esquire's pitch. So Pete said, all the way back on the 19th of May 2013, it's taken us almost two years to get to this. <laughs> so sorry. Um, I just watched a fairly cheery... Oh, Already. Let's try again. <laughs> I just watched a fairly chilling horror film and thought it might make an interesting pitch. It's on Netflix and it's a documentary called For the Bible Tells Me So. The blurb on Netflix says it's a doc examining the ways in which conservative Christian groups have used and exploited scripture to deny human rights. But to put it more succinctly, this is a God Hates Fags documentary. Mm-hmm. With well-made documentaries, often the subject matter isn't important, see Undefeated. But here, it really is important. Depending on your point... But here, it really is important. Depending on your point of view slash a pigeon... A, a pigeon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm determined not to edit out any of my fuck-ups this week. <laughs> so, but here, it really is important depending on your point of view slash opinion slash religious beliefs. I myself am an atheist, but I do have a fairly broad knowledge of Christianity and a low tolerance of fools and dickheads, and there are plenty of those on display here. Some of the stories are heartbreaking, but at the same time infuriating. One woman recounts the tale of how she shunned her daughter after she came out, only for her daughter to then disown her and then kill herself. Obviously a sad tale, but the maddening part is that the mother said her daughter's lesbianism was against God, whereas she herself was a divorcee, something I thought was also against God. And here we have the crux of the issue. It's painted fairly broadly, but it highlights that some people pick and choose the parts of the Bible they want to read, just to justify their prejudices. They all quote Romans slash Leviticus, saying a man should not lay with another man lest he be put to death. But Leviticus also states that the man shall not eat rabbit, and you don't see placards outside restaurants proclaiming God hates rabbit stew. Ultimately, it's a fairly even-handed doc, with a lovely twist towards the end, and and in some respects is uplifting. Not in a religious sense, but in a human nature and common sense triumph. Sense. Yeah, that's right. I remember he missed a word off somewhere. And then there's lots of platitudes I'm not going to read out. (laughs) He likes the show. He's a fan. Good. Um, Right. So, for the Bible tells me so. Mm -hmm. It was uh, uh, pretty much exactly as Pete described, really, I think. Yeah, it was, actually. I I think he paints it a bit more negatively yeah, see, I kind of went. Then it in, actually is. I kind of went in thinking this was going to make me incredibly angry. Uh, my very first note, I can already tell this is going to annoy me. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is this is going to be one of those documents. All it's going to set out to make me really, really angry, and that's it. But actually, uh, it did. I mean, it does make me very, very angry. But I, there was a lot of hope in it. Yes, there <laughs> in was. In a sense, and I think 
the overriding thing that this highlighted to me was not uh you know, you see that you see like the uh, the Westboro Baptist Church and all their God hate fags and all this kind of stuff, and mm. a lot of the stories of the things. Uh, but what the documentary documentary highlights is that that all of that isn't based in stupidity; it's based in ignorance, which is compounded by brainwashing. Yes, and I think that's what that's what the kind of the first half of this documentary really tells you is that it's you know it really explores why people think this way there was a quote fairly early on from a guy i think he's a minister and he is one of the god hates fags type ministers um and he says ordinary people shouldn't be reading the bible because usually they get it wrong yes yeah i found that quite interesting that he was uh yeah because he was quite was it uh what was the thing that he was actually quoting? Oh, I don't remember. It's usually it's usually the uh, man must not lay with another man. No, 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 but uh, no, no, no. But he was like when he made that point, right? He was he said something along the lines that you know it's like a common man should not read the Bible because they they wouldn't understand it. Was effectively the. the but that's the, probably the, what the, he was trying to say. No, but, but he he was quoting it from somebody else. Was he? Yeah, he no. was quoting it from... It's been two weeks, man. Yeah, I know. I'm not no. remember he, was qu- he was quoting it from someone who who, who is like a, a religious scholar of the time. who uh, Maybe it was from the people writing the Bible or doing the Gospels or something like that. I can't remember. Um, it was like an old theory, as it right. were, that you know people shouldn't read the Bible because uh, they wouldn't understand it. Like lay people, hmm. we should say. I'd like to award extra special dipshit points to the Reverend Jimmy Swagger, who can't even oh. pronounce abomination when he's trying to say <laughs> abomination. Yeah, abomination. Yeah. No, it's not that. No. <laughs> I, do, I have to say, one of the things that I really found fascinating was when they started to delve into words like abomination. Yes. And the changes in meaning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and that was just actually quite revelatory to yes. me. Yeah, yeah. In that it was uh, there were two well, they actually. Said, yeah. There was uh, abomination. Doesn't... It meant against the norm, not exactly. Yeah. yeah. So what it actually like, means this is, is this unusual. Is, uh, yeah, unusual or uncommon. Not yeah, not uh, not um, hor- horrific. Yeah. Or um, you know, against nature. Yeah. That and that was the thing was that nature was meant to use nature and natural meant common or uncommon. Yeah. Kind of. So that's when people say it's against nature. It means it's not the common norm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I thought was really interesting. And and um, funny enough, there's also a documentary I caught. Uh, it was I don't know what channel it was on, but it was a wildlife documentary exploring homosexuality mm. in animals. Mm. Uh, and they were going along that they, they you know there's now a list of over I think it was over 600 species in which same sex relationships have been documented. Mm. Um, and it's growing all the time, and how those relationships work, um, and I, it just—it was really bizarre that I think I saw that the advert for that TV show or a bit of it mm. uh, within, I think, two days of watching this documentary. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it was really. Um, oh, I've got it here: abomination against ritual. That's it. Yeah, yeah. against ritual. That was the phrase. Um, yeah, I actually found it all very, very interesting. So, for example... Um, I felt... I've got a note here that says only 19 minutes in and I feel like I've been battered with this for hours. 
See, I didn't like, feel like I th- that. I felt it started very heavy, just like well, it, hammering the I hammering think... that the conservative point home first. Yeah, because I think the I think, but I think this is one of the documentary's strengths. It's like the reason, like uh, Pete said in his email, you kind of feel this weird sort of uplifting sense when you watch it, is because you get hammered with the, mm. for want of a better word, stupidity mm. or ignorance at the beginning, which makes you angry that mm. these people are causing so much damage and harm mm. uh, through misunderstanding and uh, a, a completely useless preached, uh, preached, pre- preaching of hatred, mm. uh, which is, I mean, there's no point to it mm. at all. There's no reason for it. It doesn't gain them anything whether a person is homosexual or not. Do you know no. what I mean? It doesn't affect them in any way. Like that Reverend Jimmy Swagger or whatever mm. he was called. It's, you know, does it matter if the man standing next to him is gay or not? Well, of course it doesn't. It's fear. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, it, and that's, so, that's mostly all people's homophobia is, is yeah. fear. Yeah, so it was really kind of, I think you need to get, they need to work you into that state yeah. so that you get the payoff later on. Do you think there's a whole bunch of people who watched this movie the other way around? <laughs> who like for yeah, the first you know half what? an hour are yeah. like yeah right on man and then it's like whoa where do all these queers come from yeah i bet you're right actually i hadn't even thought about that yeah. um yeah no i think you're right it's funny because i didn't really make that many notes at the beginning um i i, I kind of found the whole section on sodom and gomorrah i thought felt was really interesting because right we have to find Tonight on the greatest <laughs> hits of the Bible, yeah, greatest hero. Shit, I screwed it up. Greatest, yeah, yeah. Uh, and because I didn't really, I mean, I know, I know the term Sodom and Gomorrah, and yeah. I know that Sodomite comes from Sodom, yeah, so, and that it's related to, mm. to homosexuality because of this story. Mm. But when they went through explaining the nature of the language, yeah, and also the patriarchal society thing, that whole section suddenly made you realise that actually. The Bible didn't necessarily have a problem with gay men. It has a problem with women. Yes. And the way to, you know, it was it was the fact women are that, baby vessels. Yes, and, and nothing and, else. And it's like and 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 you you I don't like you, and but you're a man. So but because and I really don't like you. That means you're a woman. That's yes. the worst insult I can give you. Is yes. In fact, you're a female. Yes. Um, and that was kind of interesting to me. That it's kind of like. There's a whole other problem there. Well, that's, I guess, if you... This sounds like a really... I don't know. This doesn't feel like a statement I should be making. But that kind of... We could... It really kind of boils down homophobia, a lot of the homophobia, especially displayed in this film, as um, fear of being treated like a woman in the ultimate way by another man. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. A yeah. man, a man afraid of another man trying to have sex with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've I mean, solved it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It's very bizarre because I mean, like for example, I can't imagine too many gay people would want to hang out with, for you know, the, the Reverend Jimmy Swaggart. No, but I want to hang out with Gene Robinson because he's fucking awesome. Which one was... He's the oh, gay bishop. Yes, yeah, he was yeah. really cool. The yeah. photos of him in the 70s are <laughs> just amazing. I kept thinking, God, you look like you should have been in a film with Richard Dreyfuss. <laughs> <laughs> you know, directed by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. That's exactly He's the, the look sidekick. he had. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, um, 
he just seems like just a fantastic guy. Yeah, but then there were a lot of people in it that that did yeah. seem like really kind of cool, really nice and yeah. cool. And like particularly, I th- I had a lot of respect for a lot of the um, Christian scholars they got they got in. Mm. The one that looked exactly like Carl Reiner. Who's was that guy? Who's Carl he, Reiner look like? Is he the guy with one white eyebrow and one black eyebrow? Possibly, yeah, um, yeah. He he looked. I can't I can't remember his name because I just referred to him as Carl Reiner. Priest. Right. Um, I can't remember. What like I said, the, it's uh, been a couple of weeks since I watched this. So. Yeah. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Um, but he he just spoke so much sense hmm. and was so kind of. I think he was one of the people that said that um, you need it needs to a religion needs to evolve. These were a hmm. set of rules to live by two thousand years ago. Yeah. So though that you know this culture lots happened since yeah, then. Yeah, uh, that culture doesn't you know, microwaves the yeah, internet. <laughs> that culture doesn't exist now. I mean, yeah. the basics are fine. In the same way that Aesop's fables, uh, as a set of morality, hmm. still hold true. Hmm. So you know, it's like you know, okay, yeah, there are the basics, but the the the, the individual little things look at the big picture not the minor details exactly yeah yeah yeah. you know it's like what was the somebody else mentioned something in leviticus there was i think it was the rabbi the rabbi was just like yeah this is the paragraph everyone quotes the one that pete quotes yeah that's right have you read the one before and the one after and he kind of i wrote some of it down Uh, do not plant two seeds in the same hole yes and i'm kind of wondering does that have more than one meaning (laughs) um no shrimp don't yes, eat shrimp. Yeah. Don't eat rabbit. Yeah. Uh, don't mix linen and wool. I do agree with the don't eat rabbit. You also agree with don't eat shrimp. Yeah, that's true, yeah. But yeah. for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah, you see, I was thinking about having, you know, a prawn cocktail and wearing <laughs> linen trousers and a wool jumper today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as it is, I think I'm mostly polyester. Yeah. But um, that's, the th- that's the thing. Um, it's... If Desmond Tutu then shows up and says, <laughs> yes. don't take it literally. Yeah, I know. And it's just like, wow, how can how can these people talk so much sense and hold such high positions within the church, yet you still get this pathetic brainwashing that goes on, mm. at, like, effectively at ground level? And, and you know, even something funny enough that has impressed me recently is the new pope mm. and how progressive he's been with all of the stuff he's trying to bring in. You know, whether it's... Well, he was recently, this is not a direct quote, obviously. It's like, oh. you know, Catholicism in general doesn't really agree with contraceptive yeah. methods, but it's probably not a bad idea, really, yeah. in yeah. some cases. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, you know, he, he was doing things, saying things like that. He's also launched a massive inquiry into, like, uh, child sexual abuse mm. within the church and stuff like that. So that's really, really great. So there are people within I think these... that's a bigger problem than the gays trying to infiltrate. Oh, my God, yeah. And it's like, you know, there are these really progressive people within the religious community, but it seems that where it, some places, where it, they're not where it matters, which is on the front line. Yeah. In these places where people are, you know, preaching hatred for yeah. no reason. Um, oh, one thing I was reminded of. Mm. Do you remember the bit where they were talking about Onan? Yes. So this kind of falls into the whole thing about the, the contraceptives with the Catholicism. Yes. Uh, in that a, a man should only ever, uh, I think the term is, uh, uh, place his seed inside a woman. I right? was just going to say spunk. Yeah, fine. But, well, seed is a very important word. Because, you know, I've got to try and keep this light and yeah. amusing. Yeah. <laughs> or just by saying spunk, spunk. every now and then, yeah. yeah. Um, 
And the, there's the story of Onan, uh, who... Uh, and the master, something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be brilliant. But where he, 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 he was having sex with women, but he ejaculated on the floor. Yeah. Uh, and and, and the, the, the story is like, you know, he spilled his seed on the floor yeah. and was then persecuted for... Um, it reminded me that a friend of a friend used to have a budgie called Onan. Really? Because every time he'd get fed, he'd throw the seed on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! <laughs> but the, there was—I thought there were some really, really great bits in this. The one bit I really didn't like was the cartoon segment with the gay and lesbians. It was a bit, and I was a bit like on the nose. Of, yeah. It was a bit pointed, and it was also a bit like you're like the the, the gay man and the lesbian were really stereotypical yes. and and I thought that's like you know you're not actually you're kind of undermining your own point here a bit yeah, yeah i know what you mean yeah so i didn't really like that um but i you know generally i think overall great we should probably talk a bit more about the individual stories yeah well, I was just—I've found a note here. I'm going to have think, a lot of trouble with names. Oh, I can't remember any names. Um, I'm thinking about the teenage boy. Yes, who comes That's out to his. That's the main one. That, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think that yeah, of interest. I had—I'm sorry—it's regional American accents, right? And his his mother is talking about you know his uh, um, her son. They're all everybody's massively religious in this. Yeah. Um, so her son has come out. He came out to his sister a year before, and she's yeah. kind of she's devastated that yeah. someone else knew for a year, and he yeah. felt he couldn't tell her. Yeah, um, because you know he, I guess he felt he'd be ostracised yeah. due to the well, religious. Well, yeah, because I mean, to, just quickly to set up the family, because that was something that surprised me. So to set up the family, you've got this man who is a preacher, and he comes from a long line of preachers, didn't he? I believe so. The yes. Father. And then we the, may get individuals confused yeah. and composite some characters. Then, then the mother met him because they shared; they were part of the same particular part of the Lutheran church. Yes, yes, he's so the Lutheran. Yeah, so they were very that particular uh, segment of of Christianity. Mm. Um, and so, basically, all one side of his family are preachers. Every single man, brother, yeah, all of them. So, you know. He's he's very high up in his air in his uh, Lutheran church in his area. Then they've got he was the youngest of four, wasn't he? Was it? Uh, Is he the youngest? Two boys and a girl, and then him. Uh, possibly yes. I think uh, he certainly was the youngest of a of a of a group of children. That's right. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Um, and he was obviously gay. And then you've got this, like you know, it's almost. Can you think of a worse place to discover that you're gay uh, being in such a religion fueled family? Yes. Uh, you know, and it's, it was quite uh, incredible. And then obviously we get to the point where he's told his sister. And it, what surprised me was so at first I was just like, oh, this is not going to go well. You know, mm. looking at that, th- those two, it's not going to go well. Mm. And something I think that the filmmakers did, which kind of throws you off the scent a little bit, is that up until the point where they talk about their children coming coming out and telling them that they're gay, all of the parents talk about the children in the past tense. Yeah, that happens a lot. So you kind of you kind of naturally assume that everyone is ostracised. Yes. Or 
dead. Yes. Um, but it gets to this point where the mother, like you say, is recounting the fact when she found out and she was really upset. And I was like, I was quite taken about. I was like, oh, that's, I wasn't yeah. expecting that. And then but, she talks yeah. about, she talks about, well, one day I saw these kids outside the house and I thought they were messing around. Yeah. And I went out there. There was just one word in chalk. It's just said, fag. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, is that F-E-double-G? Yeah. Are they, Why are is that Minis- offensive? Are they Minnesotan? Yeah, I think so, It's all a bit Fargo. Yeah. Um, I laughed a bit too hard at that. <laughs> yeah. But then... The uh, other ones, I think it's Gene Robinson's parents. Yeah. Huh. We got a couple of books and we read about gay folks. <laughs> yeah, I know. So that was the thing, is that there are there were... Anyway, I've derailed this in pursuit of comedy. Yeah, no, but there was, so there was this bunch of families. There's this young kid, obviously. There was a a a, a black flat family from is it Atlanta or was it somewhere in Georgia, somewhere South, South Carolina? I don't think it was. I don't think it, was uh... it was one of those sorts of states, and uh, he was obviously a minister in the church. Yeah, and his wife was obviously heavily involved with that. There and appeared and, to have eaten half the choir. They had a boy and a girl. Yes, and um, they were he, worried. He prayed. He, there's a, there's a, yes, there's a line. He says, yeah. "I prayed, I prayed to God that my, um, my boy wouldn't turn out to be a faggot and my girl wouldn't turn out to be a slut." Yeah, turns out they were the other way round. Yeah, which yeah. I thought was, I thought was actually very funny, and he laughs as he says it. Yeah, and I kind of thought, oh, that's so. He must be accepting to some level if he if he feels he can make yeah. a joke about that. Um, you know, despite using the word faggot, which he, yeah, you know shouldn't do but uh, so you've got them and their daughter who went to Yale mm. and that's where she kind of explored her sexuality mm. and came back and then you have uh Gene Robinson who we talked about and his his was a bit more straightforward very religious parents mm. he was very religious he ends up getting married he said his discovery came when there were uh, it was Playboy, some boys it? got some Playboys and he realised that the pictures were doing things for them that they weren't doing for him. Yeah. And he realised that he probably shouldn't show they weren't doing these things yeah. for him. And he and he met a, a woman and, and they, they got on really, really well. And he, did, and he was very open with her, wasn't he, about his yes. sexuality. Yeah, yeah. And he said, you know, it might be something that we can just forget about and have our life together. And they have kids. And yeah, and they had two kids and mm. they, they got And eventually he just said, uh, you know. Yeah. That's actually no. Mm. I was wrong. I am gay, and then mm. they split up. And I thought their attitude to that divorce was really interesting. Well, what I liked was that they they had a ceremony that effectively reversed the marriage. So it wasn't they didn't break the union. No, they just symbolically gave back the rings. Yeah, and it was it, what they were saying was that actually them separating was honoring the vows they had made because yes. they'd made vows to support each other yes. through yeah. no till you know until death through no matter what and yeah. the best thing for them to do was to part ways yeah. and within a few months he'd met a partner who he's mm. still with this day and so had she mm. uh, and then he obviously went on to be the first uh first openly gay bishop in in, in the in the world I think. I think in the world yeah yeah um so that was really impressive then there was the story that Pete talks about in his email yes anna uh who uh, she comes out she realizes she's gay comes out her mum effectively ostracizes her and it was done via letter yes she she like anna felt she could only come out by writing her mother a letter yes and her mother wrote her one back which elements of it were pretty horrible 
Yeah. And they, they, they couldn't really reconcile the relationship and Anna ended up killing herself. Mm. And it, I mean, I can't imagine how that woman must feel to think that her actions effectively drove her daughter to suicide mm. or that she wasn't there to help her. I mean, it must be, you know, it must be, it must be quite a significant thing to have over you yeah. every single moment. Um, and we'll put, I'll come back to what the mother goes on to do mm. when we get back to one of the other couples. I've just found uh, Jean Robinson. Right. Uh, Robinson is widely known for being the first priest in an openly gay relationship to be consecrated a bishop in a major Christian denomination. Right. Believing in the historic episcopate. Right. I don't know what episcopate means. No. Um, and then the last one was um, a young girl who got married. Oh, yes. Um, but then decided she she was going to be gay. But the issue she had was that her parents were both very, very religious and her father was a politician and was getting ready yes, to run for right. office. That's right. Uh, and when I mean office, I mean presidential office. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was running for president. Yeah. And um, so you kind of get to the point where everyone's, you know, got to tell the story of how they, how they, they came out. And mm. with her, she went to a restaurant with her family and came out to them and... This is, this is kind of when all the surprises start because you kind of think that this is a tale of where everyone is ostracised by this religion that you've been built up to be so angry about at the beginning. Mm. But the the guy running for president was just basically, well, you're my daughter and that comes first. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you are, you know, what your sexual orientation is. Mm. We're there for you. And, and he even consulted to her to say, would if I run for office, would the media attention on you be too much? Hmm. If it is, then I won't run, which is a huge sacrifice for someone whose career has reached that, that point. point. Yeah, you know. So that that to me was one of the, those revelations. You're like, wow, actually, there's you know, although people ha- hold these beliefs, there is that room. Yeah. For I don't want to say common sense because that kind of I know what you mean. Belittles the religious beliefs, but it's it's kind of like for for change, basically, or adaptation hmm. would be a better word. Um, but I'll, I'll let you because I've talked too much. No, you, you carry let, on because I'm just. Well, I'll I'll, I'll talk about the main uh, the main kind of story that has real, I think, real impact in that. And that's the one we first started mentioning was was the young guy Jake, when his mother you know, he comes out to his mother and she was really upset that she hadn't known. And the the one thing that they did, a bit like Jean's parents, was once they saw how their son was being treated, they found it very difficult to deal with it. Mm. And they, you know, they were like, hopefully this is a phase. And uh, they were talking to, uh, they're reading books and things. And they decided they'd educate themselves on homosexuality and what it's like to be gay and all mm. this kind of so they read and they spoke to people and you know they were getting close to being ostracized by members of their community in their town and um yes because he isn't the the father's a lawyer and people yeah. were like spraying slurs on his yeah, and throwing thing. stuff through the window oh, got really and, distracted by his wonky eye yeah it, was it blinks twice as much as the other one oh, i didn't notice that oh, it's so weird um, and it's always like pointing off directly <laughs> to the left yeah um yeah, so that you know, and and it, I think the mother then becomes almost quite militant 
It mm. was re- it was a huge change in her mm. that she was so kind of outraged by the by how he was being treated. She started to actively campaign, yeah, and and encourage him to actively campaign for mm. gay rights. Um, one of the one of the kind did you of, catch us sighting yeah, of the bizard going past yeah, the window the, as well? Bizard floating past the window. <laughs> um, and it's at this point they they introduce us to um, a guy who is a psychologist who makes his living by having a weekly talk show on radio. Yes, and writing uh, sort of self help books for parents and kids. And basically, the thrust of his teachings are: you need to you need to bring your kids up as Christians. This is how you do it. Oh, and by the way, you have to make sure your son's not gay. Mm. And the way to do that is you have to bring him up like this. You can't let him do that. Don't you know? Don't let him play with dolls or all mm. this kind of stuff. And you know, it, it's it's absolute rubbish. There's no psychological foundation for anything that he's spouting off on. Yeah, and they start to actively campaign against him. And then it brings in it brings us back to Anna's mother, mm. and that's how she raised her kids. And and she he, this guy was the person she turned. To, he read all of her. Uh, she read all of his books. Yeah, and listened yeah. to his radio show every week. Um, and the film kind of culminates with this protest on this guy's office building, mm. at which both Jake and his parents are there, and Anna's mother is there. And they're gonna, a whole bunch of other people we've seen oh, throughout the film yeah, as well. There's, yeah, yeah there's, there's others as well. I think it was I don't know if Gene was there as well. I'm not sure if he was. No, actually. I don't think he was. But there were, there was a whole the, bunch of other people who a whole load of the other talking heads we've seen. Yeah, and it got me wondering if like if the documentarians went to cover that and then worked backwards from there because that's where all these people have converged. Absolutely, yeah. Which is a bit coincidental. Convenient. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, but basically, there's a there's a uh, a petition they've signed. The, or a letter. No, no, that is. They, they just want to read a letter. That's to, right. Yeah, they want to d- not read, deliver a letter. Deliver to, uh, a letter to, to him to, guy, to yeah. explain the damage he has done. Yeah. To these families personally. Mm. Um, and there's media coverage, and there's you know rainbow flags and the, mm. the works, and there's a security guard on the on the land, and he says, "If you come, I'll have to call the police." Mm. And they're like, "Fine." They call the police, and the police says, "If you step on the property, I'm afraid you're trespassing because they've said this property is closed for the day. Mm. If you're trespassing, I have to arrest you." They even cover up the uh, they cover up the sign, up don't the they? Sign, so it yeah. won't appear on the news. Yeah, and um, you basically then see this young gay man, his father, who is a uh, lawyer and Lutheran minister, yeah, and his mother basically just hold hands walk onto the property and get arrested mm. and it was like that's such a huge change from mm. the people they were before yeah yeah um and i think that's one of the really great things about this documentary is the fact that it it kind of shows you that you can have religious beliefs you can go to church you can believe in god but you can also be accepting of things like homosexuality because yeah Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> You're right there. <laughs> that was some weird, like, freak out twitch. No, I, oh, something just. I, I, my mouth. I inhaled. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. Something didn't go where it was supposed to go. <laughs> yeah, it's There's... not a. It's not a God hates fags documentary. 
No. It's it's God hates fags, but their religious parents don't, and God doesn't really either. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And it and it kind of comes back to this thing, the the, the underlining thing that it's brainwashing. Yeah. And it's it's people self-proclaimed advocates are scared. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's with a little bit of education mm. of the other point of view. Mm. People are living quite happily and there's no hatred. Yeah. And that's all it is. And I think um even even Gene's parents who are in their eighties. Oh god, yeah, he well, I just uh, looked him up. He's sixty seven now. Yeah. Yeah. And they're in their eighties. Yeah. And and you know, they were like, you know, God fearing yeah. Christians at the beginning and they were like, Well, we just read some books, we learnt about it and then we came to the conclusion, you know what, we've always been taught to believe that God doesn't uh, like homosexuality, doesn't like men mm. sleeping with men. He said, but our son's just been made the first openly gay bishop, so therefore God must have put him on this planet to do something. Yeah. And that's what they've chosen for him to do, so therefore there can't be anything wrong with it. Yeah. And it's like, there you go. There's, yeah. You know, that's progression. You know? Yes. So, I mean, I did enjoy it. Like, but with, the, with the, the exception of the animated sequence. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. No, it's full of it's full of heartwarming and uplifting stories. Yeah, like you can't absolutely. you can't help but be moved. Yeah. like when uh, uh, when Jake's family get arrested on mm. the, it's a real real act of defiance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that sort of thing. And um, I honestly can't remember her name. The politician's daughter. Like yes, oh, uh, God, because I she I can she name. does publicly come out. Like People magazine yeah. do a story on her. Like yes, come yeah. out, and she becomes. And she like goes a, on the campaign trail yeah, with him. She becomes a figurehead of the campaign, yeah. and it's. I, I didn't know if he was Republican or Democrat. I got the. I think he's probably Republican. Well, that's what I thought because you think you know he did say most of my constituents are, are, are quite yeah uh, you know uh, religious and 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 it, but but all of the if sign, I can remember his name. I'd look him up. All of the signage looked slightly more democrat in branding yeah but that i might i could be completely wrong mm. um no I, I yeah i should have written more names down and i didn't mm. it's really bugged me there were a couple of other things about gene robinson like i said he seems like the nicest man in the world mm. um i love that when he gets uh when he gets voted in as bishop the place goes absolutely yes. berserk yeah like this that is exactly what everybody in that room wanted to happen yeah uh, and they they all go nuts. Yeah, they show um, photos of like some of the hate mail he was mm. sent. Um, some of it's awful. Yeah, like really awful. But there was one that made me laugh. Right, it says in big letters, "God hates faggots." Yeah. Spelt wrong, yeah. and then underneath, and lesbians. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that did quite. Just make sure up. you get everybody in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, just in case they don't take this... Oh, hang on a minute, you forgot about them. Forgot right. about the lesbians. I haven't got any big letters left to cut out. Or use these ones. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. just like... It, yeah, it was really... Yeah, I mean, it must be terrifying to get that hate mail. Oh, it says when he was when he was confirmed, or whatever the word yeah. is, he's wearing a bulletproof vest under his robes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's insane, isn't like, it? He had, he had, like, just the security you'd have for rock stars <laughs> yeah. around him. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it goes to show you the way. I mean, you're joking about those uh, the bad spelling in all of those letters, but then that kind of is the crux of the matter. It shows it's, a lack of education. It's education. It's, yeah. You know, it's you know you've got to. That's where everything starts. 
that's why you know it, schools and things like that are so important and uh, the fact that you should teach religion as a subject and not you know the be all and end all exactly yeah i i went to the secondary school i went to was technically a christian school mm. but i was lucky because the period in time at which i went there the uh, headmaster was i mean he he was a christian he was religious but he you know he was just like technically i could put a you know make everyone do a prayer and assembly and stuff but he 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 wouldn't because that wasn't what he thought was best i had to in primary school yeah, I've never had to in I school. I don't remember. I don't. There may have been a period of time in secondary school when we did. Well, in in secondary school, I think one of the first things we did when we in the first couple of years I was there, so from the ages of eleven to thirteen, when you did RE, which was religious education, mm. you would have, um, like like we had um a like a, a the local vicar come in. He'd tell us about Christianity. We'd have a, a Roman Catholic priest come in. He'd yeah. tell us about our customers. We'd have a, a Muslim come in and tell us about Islam. Yeah. We, had, we had a Quaker come in. Oh, fun. Yeah. I'll tell you about porridge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that was one of the things. Funnily enough, I remember saying to my mom, I, mean, I, was, I, was, you know, I was never never interested in being part of a religious group. Never, no, nor was not, I. Not interested in me at all. Uh, but I said to her, I said, the one thing I thought was interesting or I liked was the way that the Quakers approached their sort of church, if you like. And that was, they'd get together, but there wasn't really a sermon. They'd just sit there and kind of have a quiet time. They'd pray, but mm. it was all kind of like, you do your own thing. Introspective. Yeah, you kind yeah. of do your own thing and you chat to people. And I thought that was that was good. That seemed a bit more sort of progressive than the slightly more, like, for example, the slightly more pomp and circumstance of the Catholic church. Which yes. Is, you know, sit on a bench for hours listening to Latin. Yeah. Couldn't be doing that. Having Mind you, recently, my, my, the extent of the Catholic Church, I know that from watching Father Ted, so <laughs> it's probably not that good. The money was only resting in his account. Yeah. Um, uh, recently, I had to attend a Catholic ceremony in a foreign language oh. in a freezing cold church. Wow. And um, the whole time I was there. I was kind of like I was afraid I'd be found out as the lone heathen in the room. <laughs> yeah, I know what you, I know what you mean. I, I hid behind a pillar for half of it. I, uh, my 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 wife and I were asked to be godparents to our nieces, mm. and uh, we said no. Um, which you know, the reason we did was not because we don't care for them, we don't love them. It's, it's the God part of it. Exa- it's like, you know, the, I don't want to stand in a church mm. and say and swear in front of God that I will bring up my niece uh, to adhere to a Christian Christian point of view. You know, If you don't believe in it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because I, I can't. Yeah. And also, I think that would be incredibly disrespectful to people who do believe it. Mm. Also, like, God would uh, strike you down for half well, of your music collection. I'm sure. That's true, yeah. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things, it's like, I don't, it's it's not because I think that it's, like, people shouldn't do it. I just, it's like, if I do it, then that's that's not, you know, that's really disrespectful for someone who does believe it. Yeah. And I've got no problem with my nieces being christened. And, you know. It's the same as if you were asked to be a, I don't know, let's pick, for example, a jazz parent. Like and you yeah, had to exactly, raise your yeah. child listening. They had to listen to Herbie Hancock and yeah. they had to listen to Oscar Peterson. Yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. And 
you know, so, you know, we did say, look, I, I, we will more than happily be uh, legal guardians. Yeah. Or something like that, you yeah. know. We'll do it, but call it something else. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to swear an oath in front of God. I think yeah, the yeah. only time I've ever sworn an oath to a God and not meant it would be when I joined the Scouts, and that was because I was little. And I didn't really know any different. It's just words, then, isn't exactly, it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just like I it's didn't just do like Scouts. To, to, yeah, to 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 do this activity, you need to say these words. Okay. I think all that's been removed now. I would hope so. My sister would know. She's a like, one right. of these scout people. Right, yeah. I would hope so, because mm. it's got nothing to do with it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, moving away from religion. Yes. About which we have spoken for the past 40 minutes. Really? Wow. Yeah. We got quite a lot out of it. Oh, yeah. watch this film, by the way. It's yeah, still absolutely. on. Uh, it's on Netflix UK. I don't know if it's on Netflix anywhere else. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I, when we... It's got... a pretty well-balanced documentary. It is, yeah. I think when we when we first got the pitch, we were a little bit worried about covering a religious... Being two atheists. Yes. You know, it could... And, this is and... not our mission to offend people, it, Exactly, show, really, yeah, yeah. It? And it's one of those things that this particular subject matter mm. can get you incredibly angry. Like I said, like yeah, no, I was like, I was maybe five minutes in before yeah. I was ready to throw my glass of water at the uh, at the screen. Yeah, and it, it's it's one of those things. It, it, it funny enough, I, I don't know if I, I mentioned it in last week's pitch. I've also uh, last week's no, last week last episode. Yeah, that I've also seen Religious. Oh yes, you did say. Yeah, you've yeah. seen that as well, haven't you? I haven't. No, right. I have okay. a copy that I've never got around to watching. I think you should watch it. Mm. But um, the the thing with that is. That comes from the I'm a smug atheist and you're all stupid mm. uh, kind of a Bill Mayer thing. And, mm. and that I found really annoying. Mm. I mean, there's stuff in it. You go, oh, my God, really? Does that actually exist? Like the, mm. the, the um, there's, there's a, a, like a, a Christian theme park in America that they go to and, and you get, you get reenactions, uh, uh, reenactments of famous parts of the Bible. But they're just these actors and they're terrible and there's planes going over and it's just it's it's funny but it's you know yeah the way he presents that message in a kind of a michael moore yeah i know better than you way yeah really does a disservice mm. to it whereas what that's why the I presentation really... overshadows the message maybe exactly it's yeah. like i don't care what you think i want you to present me something that may, allows me to make up my mind yes and i think that's what this does mm. very very well I'm glad you didn't make up your mind that these fundamentalist preachers were right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What you said, actually, I hadn't even thought of that people may watch this and have the opposite reaction to us. Yeah. Do you think they watch it backwards? Do you think it's yeah. like the, it's reordered in a memento way? Yeah. As edited by the uh, the Salt Lake <laughs> City video oh, shops. God, yeah, that would be amazing, <laughs> wouldn't it? Oh, wow. Well, I would love to know if they'd ever put that out. <laughs> um, it, I tell you what, though, it would be interesting to know if we've got any... Uh, listeners who are religious and have like you know a significant beliefs mm. who could watch this and let us know what you think of it because mm. I'd be fascinated because obviously we're both talking it from an atheist point of view yes. we, and not necessarily a full understanding of the religions involved I will not profess yeah. to under truly completely understand either the Christian religion or homosexuality. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. It's like I know some religious people, I know some gay people. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I'm pretty sure they get on if I introduce them. Yeah, totally, yeah. Yeah, so it'd be I'd I'd be in, if we have uh religious listeners, gay listeners, let us know if you've watched watch this, this movie and let yeah, us know let what us you know, think of it. Cuz we'd be yeah. fascinated yeah. to hear. Really would. 
uh, this one could potentially become a, a talking point for a long time to come. Yeah, I hope so. And it's definitely worth 90 minutes of your time. Yeah, absolutely it is. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, Pete Hammond, mm. for your pitch. We finally move on to pitch number six, the final side of the dice. Yeah. Um, there's, no, there's no point rolling a dice or flipping a coin. You don't have to hear that horrible sound effect again. <laughs> Uh, in actual fact, I have deleted <laughs> deleted the dice. I have deleted the dice app. Yes, um, our final pitch uh, comes to us uh, from our manager. Actually, right. I, I can't remember what her actual job title is. Um, uh, Zara Ballantyne Grove says, "Oh hi there." Maybe she's been watching um, the room <laughs> the and room, is yeah. just misquoting. Probably. Oh hi, Mark. Um, the machine. Yes. Is a real gem of a film. To give you a general flavour, take Blade Runner, Terminator and Moon, simmer for 90 minutes and serve with popcorn. Mm. When I saw it back in October 2013 at the Raindance Film Festival, I absolutely loved it. Although I haven't watched it again since, here is what has stayed with me. It intelligently captured a fresh angle on humanity versus AI. Mm. It is beautifully shot. Katie Lotz's performance is great. How the hell did they make it for under a million pounds? And then her final bullet point. No, seriously, there are 400 VFX shots. <laughs> I hope you like it. I really, really want to see this film. I've been wanting to see it for quite some time. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie to our listeners. We've known this pitch has been coming pretty much since yeah. she watched it because she hasn't bloody shut up about yeah, it for 18 months. Absolutely. Um, it is available on UK some Netflix. of the Netflixes. UK Netflix, definitely. Okay. Uh, um, what what I really want to see this film was because uh, Zara got to see it uh, um, when was it eighteen months ago? Did you say? Yeah, thereabouts. Uh, it was uh, Rain Dance, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, so now we've covered Rain Dance and Sundance. Good, awesome. Um, Snow Dance next. Yeah. Um, so she got to see the movie, but I got to film the junket. Right. So I filmed the junket with that the happened in this very submersible. It did, yeah, and I filmed it with Damien Lewis, who's the lead. Male. Is it Damien Lewis? Nope. It's the other one that looks exactly like him. Toby Stevens? Toby Stevens. There you right. go. Okay. Maybe cut that out. <laughs> so, yeah, I got to film the junket with Toby Stevens and the director, whose name I definitely won't try and pronounce because it's Welsh. I am going to phonetically go for Caradog W. James. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, that's not how you say it. Probably not. Welsh is never pronounced the way it's written. No. Oh, God, I really can't. It was almost like Craig. Craig? Craig. 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 It was something like that, yeah. Anyway. Um, and I was just fascinated by it because it sounded right up my alley, that real kind of uh, sort of low-budget sci-fi deal. Um, talking about the, how they did it for the budget. I have a feeling that the... Um, sorry, this is a, a little tangent. I have a feeling that the... Uh, Synopsis on IMDb may contain spoilers, so I'm not going to read it out. Okay, fine. Um, the thing that intrigued me was it, we, we were talking about the budget. They shot it for under a million quid. Yes. Um, and it's got all of these VFX shots in it. Yes. I've seen the trailer. Right, I haven't, and, I haven't okay. seen any oh, really? from okay. it at all. I've, I've absolutely steered 100%. I haven't even read the synopsis on the IMDb. I haven't read the synopsis on Netflix. All I've seen is the poster. You can't have failed to notice that the poster totally steals the font from Wrath of Khan. <laughs> yes. Um, but the thing that really impressed me was the fact that they came up with this concept for the movie 
And then they went around the VFX houses pitching it, saying, this is what we want to do. This mm -hmm. is our budget. And they managed to persuade the VFX guys who were working on Transformers. I think it must have been three at the time mm -hmm. to just do this as well for like nothing. Pretty that's much. Some, that's some powers of persuasion. So that you know, uh, but it was it was the it was the subject that got the VFX guys so excited. They were like, "This could be really cool," mm. and they kind of over way over delivered on what the the guys could afford. Nice, just because it was a almost like an exercise in good VFX, if you like. Mm. So I'm kind of interested in that. Side For of America, it. a million pounds is approximately one point six million dollars thereabouts. Yeah, um, which. If you know anything about movies, you know that is absolutely Nothing. bugger all. That is the yeah. catering budget for a Tom Cruise movie yeah. for maybe a day and a half. <laughs> He's um, had a lot of pies. It is. <laughs> but he runs all the time, so yeah, exactly, they just yeah. fall off. Um, it's available on Netflix, uh, UK, US and Ireland. Right, okay. So uh, viewers in those regions, please watch along and uh, tell us what you think. Yeah, absolutely. And you can tell us what you think. Segway. Nice. On Twitter, at HYS Podcast. On Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. The website is haveyoudeen. Have you Dean? What the fuck is Dean? <laughs> Haveyouseen.net. Uh, and the email is podcast at haveyouseen.net, which I can now get again on my iPad after I change the uh, password. Nice. And now it goes to Tom's phone as well. So if you want to send Tom abusive messages, you can. Yeah. We also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash podcast, that we might at some point put some more videos on. Yeah, we might do. One day, <laughs> I'm One not day. holding out much hope because we're really crapping it so yeah, I far. Know. I know. <laughs> we like shares and likes on Facebook, particularly if new show posts. Retweets on Twitter, again, especially if new show tweets. Reviews and ratings on iTunes, which one day we will check again. Mm -hmm. And your pitches for new films and reviews of stuff we've covered. We've just done six listener pitches in a row. Yeah. So um, we're out of pitches, aren't we? We are. Yeah, we need new ones. Send more. Yeah. Uh, we must. Each have at least one DVD that the other one hasn't seen. So we can carry on for maybe one more week, then we're <laughs> fucked. So send us some more pitches. Thank you to everybody for listening, especially if you've done uh, any of those things. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Upbeat Productions for letting us into the submersible. Mm. Thank you to Rob, the submersible manager, for keeping it tidy. Even though he's off today. Yep. Slacker. Uh, uh, I'm going to say thank you to Gloria, the submersible assistant, for setting <laughs> yes. up the table and the mic stands. She did, yeah. Yes. Very, very kind of her. Very kind. Uh, thank you to Alexi Imam for continuing to uh, grow a magnificent beard and flaunt it through the window at us occasionally. Yes. And thank you to Nicola, the social media manager, for we still gain followers mm. upon the Twitter. Absolutely. That's it. We're done. Possibly not going to be a show next week because somebody's taking a week off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we might do it. Oh, you think? Possibly. I don't know. We'll All see. right. Oh, Not Friday because I'm off too. I'm <sighs> going to be on a plane. Oh, fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, let's uh, let's see if we can find some time next week. It'd be good to do it next week. All right. Just try and get back to being regular. All right. But uh, More fibre. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure I have the uh, have the technology. Good. And, then and we, we can, can rebuild it. it. Yeah, exactly. We can go from there, can't we? Tremendous. So we shall see you in either one week or two when we'll be talking about uh, low-budget Welsh sci-fi, The Machine. Yeah, and then we'll be back to the old format of two films, I guess. Yeah, all right. Yeah. We'll give it a go. Yeah, why not? I haven't done that for a while. Excellent. I don't really have a sign-off. No, you sort of petered out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I was 
going to say just you know that be kind to gay people and yeah. <laughs> everybody kind else to, yeah, really be kind to everyone. yeah be nice to everybody yeah. and watch movies absolutely perhaps that should be the new tagline for the for the yeah. show be nice to everybody and watch movies yeah i like there we that go. okay good we'll see you soon goodbye bye